0: Deepest, bluest, my hat is like a shark's <laughs> Man-made terror, hungry jaws of death. Y'all don't cross my depths. <laughs> I'll pause your breaths. I cause you to sink down 40,000 leagues. Bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves? My world's deep blue. Killers gotta eat too.
0: Looking for human flesh, to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracuda's ain't equal to half a human predator created by a needle.
1: Do I do the whole song? Is this what <laughs> I don't think episodes? so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm just picture you doing like slam poetry, but reading the lyrics to this song, uh, and it's wonderful. Do you want to? A uh, fun fact, I do
0: not like slam poetry at all. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Everyone loves slam poetry. It's quite simple really. Just need to show you some film. You mean like going to the pictures? Something like that.
0: Dread Dread Dread.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another wonderful episode. I am Mitch. And I am
0: Stefan, and this is Drag Mitch to Hell, the show where I subject poor Mitch to genre movies that I love but believe he will hate. But... But... It's our season finale. That's what right. What does that mean, Mitch?
1: That means we're about to ascend to heaven. I, I, I traded that the was distance. The <laughs> sound... <laughs> Of us hopping aboard the train <laughs> to choo,
0: We're ascending to heaven. <laughs> that's the that's the train to heaven. Maybe I'll close that's my right. window. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was enjoying some fresh air, but apparently, uh, I mean, th- there have been a lot of train derailments lately. So maybe I should just
1: close my window and pray for the best. We wouldn't want a derailment to uh, derail our podcast. now would we? No, we would not.
0: Um, I mean, hopefully it doesn't. So that that train like fully destroyed me. Did you did you explain what we're doing here?
1: Or no? Uh, I didn't explain. Okay, but um, if you're familiar at all with the show, um, you're aware that on our season finale, our tenth episode of the season, we like to watch something that we both enjoy quite a bit. Uh, you know, Stefan's been dragging me to hell for nine episodes. Then I dragged him to hell. It's time for us to get out of hell. Yeah. And to ascend to heaven and enjoy a wonderful film. Yes.
0: So I, I guess uh, using this framework, the, the the gates, the pearly gates have opened and we have a, a movie for us. I'm not going to reveal it right now, even though it's already in the title and everybody knows exactly <laughs> what we're watching. But I have a question for you to kind of like ramp us into this. Yes. Pure hell. I'm ready for this question. I don't really have a good one, I'll be honest. So, like, I'm, like oh, okay. the expectations are <laughs> too high. I need to bring
1: that down a little
0: bit. All right, sorry.
1: Okay. All right, hit me with your lame question. My
0: lame question is, have you ever seen a shark? Like, in person. Like, obviously, you've
1: seen a fucking shark. <laughs> um, In person. So, I mean, I've seen sharks... At like the, they have like the Ripley's aquarium, which has some mm. sharks in there. I have never seen a shark in person with me being in the water. I have gone scuba diving a, a few times and seen marine life, but uh, I did not get to see sharks. However, it is on my bucket list of things to do. I will go cage diving, at least cage diving with sharks. We'll see how that goes before I make any decisions about getting out of the cage and diving with them.
0: So Mitch is ready to start 47 Meters Down as our next season finale episode.
1: (laughs) Uh, Don't know that I go that far. Yeah. But I do love a good shark
0: movie. I love shark movies. Uh, I love like Animal Tax movies. I've talked about it a bunch of times. I'll get to it again a little bit later about, you know uh, my history with this movie and then general stuff. And then I'll get to the animal tax stuff. But my bucket list item is also cage diving, but
1: maybe we can go together.
0: That'd be a lot of fun. I'd be super into that, but I, I, I've never like, I've never, uh, like I don't have like a diving license or anything like that. So I'd have to get that first.
1: Yeah. They're not yet hard to get. No. Can you
0: breathe?
1: (laughs) Well, they do uh, some interesting, uh, training when you're doing your training dives which are for someone who is not good under pressure i don't know whether you are or not um but if you're not it could really not be good because (laughs) basically you you go to the bottom you're not super far down but you know several meters down and you're removing your uh oxygen or you know whatever um your rebreather you're flooding your mask with water and basically have to re-grab find your uh rebreather in with your eyes closed essentially and get that back in clear the water from inside your goggles so you're in a spot where you're you know several meters underwater trying to get your shit together so you can breathe again um so that's just part of the training to get certified um but like i said it's as long as you remain calm it's not difficult to do but it's an environment where i think it could be easy for people not to remain calm Mm -hmm. do you think that that would be me I don't think so. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen you truly under pressure. I mean, I get, I get uh, frustrated,
0: but I don't get, like,
1: ooh, panicky. Like panicky. No, I, don't get, yeah. I don't get panicky, so no. I'm sure you'd be fine. Yeah. Like I said, you just know that your thing is right there. It's attached to you. And there's also a guy, like a trainer, who's literally, like, directly in front of you, in case you fucking freak out. <laughs> who's going to put it right back in your mouth. So... You're fine.
0: Oh man, we'll baby find their seether again. That's me underwater. I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess. uh I mean, do you have a question for me based on this film? Because like, I couldn't think of anything else. Like, I was like, Have you ever been attacked by an animal of any kind? But then it feels like kind of. I do the attacking. You so. do the attacking. It feels like it feels <laughs> like it's too far away from like like the like it's
1: one specific. It's a fish in this. Right. Well, I'm curious to know because I'm we're both big Jaws fans, uh, grew up with Jaws. So like sharks were like the animal for me or mammal or whatever you want to classify. Um, so like shark movies are incredibly appealing to me where I'll watch ones that are probably not going to be very good but I just like love a shark attack movie and then animal attacks like regular animal attacks movies are a little bit below that but I'm curious if there's an animal for you or mammal or or fish whatever that is like the the number one like the the one that you want to see attacking people top priority uh top of the list animal for you. Mm, interesting.
0: So, uh, I'm like a huge jaws fan, like from very, very young. And to the point where like, when I was in high school, I wanted to be, I started this elementary school when I was in high school. I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's a hard note for me, but like, I wanted to be a marine biologist. um, hmm. It, you know I have a degree in health sciences I had zero interest in like going to pursue an education beyond a bachelor so like i it just like it didn't seem like i feel like that's the kind of place where you're like you're gonna like go and get like a a master's and then a phd and and I like academics to a certain point I'm just like i I don't understand uh but that's me personally i don't I don't learn in that environment so sharks like great white probably the top. And then I would say a very close second is I'm a huge fan of crocodiles. Okay. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I was thinking maybe bears were going to be next, but, uh, crocodiles. I, there's a,
0: there's a joke. So obviously we live in Canada. I've been to like super Northern, uh, Ontario for people don't know. Ontario is like quite large. Like you can like drive, For a considerable amount of time. So like we drove for 24 hours and ended up in, in Kenora and, uh, to visit my partner's cottage. And even there, no bears. I went to Vancouver. I went on some wild trails and like my, my partner found scat. So shit. Uh, that was, that was fresh and we're in like grizzly territory. So we like, and we're on like a really remote, Like it wasn't a, you know, like the parks department will like demarcate a proper trail with like markers. This was like a DIY, somebody tied ribbons. The trail was like mostly overgrown. We're like, we're in a, uh, this is a bad, (laughs) I almost found myself in like a similar like, like a, an animal, my own animal attacks movie yeah, for a hospital. It's second. the
1: beginning of a bear attacks. Movie. Man, this couple lost on the trail. They go off the beaten path Yeah, right into the grizzly's mouth.
0: I mean, I like when I'm on vacation, I like, it, I mean, this has changed a little bit. Now I'm like, give me that resort vacation life, baby. But like earlier I'm like, I want to do like the wildest thing. And like, I've already, I've totally did this like a few times. Like if anybody has like a weird thing. Hey, do you want to go do this? I'm on board, like sign me up, whatever weird shit you want to do. Like, like like I'm down for an experience. Uh, So this is one of those where I'm like, I looked up a a weird wild trail um, out in, you know, the Vancouver wilderness where, you know, there, there aren't like trailhead markers. It's like literally you go across this like shitty wooden bridge with like missing planks and you have to pass an RV that has legitimate bullet holes in it and then you you you, you get on the train tracks for 1.7 kilometers and then you know you'll see like a tree branch with like a pink plastic ribbon tied in a branch and that's where you start and that that's literally it's like there's like so many indicators where like when you're watching a horror film you're like surely these people should have you know read the read the signs and not gone down this path. And I did. It was a fun time. Uh, it takes you to an old logging ghost town where by virtue of how they've done their plumbing and like it uses like natural water, the, the, like the edifices don't exist anymore. Like the buildings are gone. They're like crumpled over, but there's still water running out of the pipes. It's actually, it's pretty cool.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's definitely a, a place you would go. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but there, the, it's been like graffiti. So like people party there and stuff. And I'm like, those are the real people that like, I don't, I don't understand you people. I'm doing this one time. You guys come out here and party. That's wild. That's right. Yeah. Party with the bears. Party with the bears. Um, so bears would be like my close, my, my close like third. And I still do not believe they exist because I've been in like so <laughs> many situations where I'm like, please just show me one fucking bear. Never seen one. Have you seen a bear?
1: No no they, clearly they don't exist because that's the- I don't do a lot of hiking or trails or outdoorsy kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so it's it's unlikely that I would see a bear. Uh, but I've heard about people seeing them so you know (laughs) i'm aware i hope they're not lying
0: i'm aware people have seen them (laughs) (laughs) obviously i'm kidding it's like they exist i'm not like i'm not an insane person that much of a lunatic yeah i'm that much yeah that is the operative word oh man so we're talking all about this should we just like get into this finally is it time let's
1: do it let's hop in
0: let's do it so in this episode we're carrying a big stick And we're the meanest motherfuckers in the valley. And that's because we're watching 1999's Deep Blue Sea, baby.
1: Damn straight. Tell me, Mr. Franklin, have you ever known anyone with Alzheimer's? No. What if you could end all that suffering with a single pill? Give me till Monday morning, 48 hours. I'll give you results that'll skyrocket your stock price. The most advanced research facility in the world. Wow. Beneath its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. A team of specialists is working against the clock. Did someone order the fish? On an experiment to benefit mankind.
0: Sharks never show any loss of brain activity as they age. We're this
1: close to the reactivation of human brain cells. But before they can save millions of lives... Tell me I didn't see that. They recognize that gun. It's impossible. Sharks do not swim back, with they can't. They'll have to find a way to save their own. Just what the hell did you do to those sharks? Did you feel something? Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. What is that? As a side effect, the sharks got smarter.
0: Somebody, please, tell me what that is. I mean, my my history. I I I don't know when I watched this. I saw it in theaters obviously, and I had a DVD, like the 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 DVD that isn't like a like a full plastic case. It had like the like the cardboard thing with oh, the, the, yeah. the little plastic latch on it. Washed the hell out of it, and I mean, we already talked about like I'm I'm a huge Animal Tax fan. I clearly love this movie. Like huge fan. It might not be like a traditional like, oh this is this is high art.
1: Like, and me, I don't fucking care. Yeah, it's definitely not high art. <laughs> I mean, I love this movie, but it's pretty dumb. But also, so Reddy
0: Harlan was like, oh like the original script had like them fighting with grenade launchers. And I wanted it to make this serious. Like I wanted to take like the production values of like the exorcist to make it a true horror film. That's a fucking serious
1: <laughs> thought. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he accomplished what he set out to. Like I said, I certainly uh, enjoy the hell out of this movie. But, yeah, it is not uh, not a movie to be taken o- overly seriously. No, God, no. But I, uh, but I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I've seen it countless times.
0: Have you watched it double digits, would you say?
1: Uh, I would say probably getting close to... Double digits, Mm -hmm. just because it's something where back in the days of watching movies on television, where if it would come on, I would just leave it and catch it for however much runtime was left. So, I mean, I've seen portions of it over and over again and then definitely watched it from start to finish probably at least four times.
0: Yeah, I I think same boat for me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know that I saw this in the theater, though. I can't recall seeing it in the theater. My memory of this movie coming out was me talking to a, uh, f- I was going to say colleague. <laughs> it was 1999. I was fucking <laughs> yeah, 11 years old. Um, <laughs> Hello, my, dear colleague. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> yeah, he would have been 10 because he was a year <laughs> younger than me. Uh, he saw it. And I remember him uh, before I think spoilers were labeled a thing, told me about the, I mean, you've, you've seen this movie. Can I spoil the big death scene? Like it doesn't matter. Everybody knows. Yeah. It's Sam Jackson. Exactly. He, he, so he told me that he died and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like I thought he was like the main guy. And I was like, oh, what about the, you know, the woman? He's like, oh, she dies too. And I was just like, oh my God, everybody's dying in this movie. Um. So I remember being surprised uh, at that. Yeah, decision. But I don't think I watched it until it came out on I guess it was DVD initially. Would it have come out on VHS as well? At that time? uh, I
0: think it's too late for for VHS. 99, 2000? Maybe maybe it did.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. But but yeah, definitely watched it on video several times. Uh, And love it. It's a great uh, fun movie. Uh, speaking of fun, fun fact:
0: the uh, um, the character of Susan, who you, your your name is currently Doctor Susan Machillastar, pronunciation.
1: <laughs> Not sure if that's correct.
0: <laughs> uh, I may have. Uh, I don't know what origin that last name could possibly be. But uh, that character, who you said your friend said died, didn't actually originally, and she survived. And during test screenings, they're like the audience was like. She's the villain of the story because she, like, made the sharks, man. She made them smart, so she's got to die. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking, like, knuckle dragon mouth is were like, the woman's got to pay.
1: <laughs> and they went and reshot that fucking scene. <laughs> so I read that, and it's one of the things in the movie that... I d- I'm not upset at all that she dies. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's
0: actually kind of interesting, to be honest.
1: But the way that she dies has always been silly to me. I've been like, why would, why are you jumping in the water to try? Like, I understand that the bait concept, but it's like, it's just her hands and the blood is in the water. If that's the concept that it's going to smell the blood, just cut your hand and put your hand in the water, drip some blood in the water. I know that's not actually how sharks behave, but, if that's what your movie is relying on as the idea that's how sharks behave you don't need to jump in swim out yeah. and then be like oh shit and then swim back like yeah it it also so, seemed, it's always bothered it's, me
0: it, it bothered me too because it was clearly like cut in because ultimately it, it means nothing in, in the final sequence she killed herself for nothing <laughs> it, it, like because Thomas jane just jumps in after her, which is the the purpose was for him to like shoot the shark that was gonna come towards and in and, and eat her, and he's just like, Nah dog, I'm gonna come save you. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's so dumb. Like it's it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, it makes zero sense. And we jumped ahead a little bit, pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the very end of the film. Um, uh, but uh man, I had another thing, uh the, based on what you're talking about like, I've, I've lost the i've lost the thread um fun th- uh so rennie harlan the director of this movie uh he's he did die hard to prison uh cliffhanger nightmare on elm street for cliffhanger i love cliffhanger um i don't know how you feel about it but never seen seen it. really yeah man it's man I've got a fly in here.
1: I've got one too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we both have flies in our in our respective places. Um uh, watch that. Like are you doing okay. a challenge? Like it, it's it's like I John Lithgow. I, the the is list is already
1: made, Stefan. I can't add arbitrary films to uh to how the challenge. dare you call cliffhanger arbitrary. <laughs> I the will challenges go. Challenges have there. prompts that make you pick specific movies. So I'd have to figure out a way <laughs> to have gotten cliffhanger onto the list before I started. I'm already. Like I'm having a breakdown because into this fucking. There, there
0: challenge. must be some prompts that you could just be like. Also, does it take place in New Orleans? Orleans? <laughs> I, I,
1: I, don't think they say words. Harrison it takes Ford place? in it. Um, These are some no. of the things that I had to to pick. What else you got for me here on my, my challenge? Yeah. Uh, let me pull out. Uh, don't bother. If this is going to derail us,
0: for <laughs> <laughs> I have zero interest. My my point in bringing this all up is because I like regularly confuse Renny Harlan with John McTiernan because obviously John McTiernan did Die Hard, right? And because Renny Harlan did Die Hard too, I'm just like, which one's which? Which one's been arrested for tax evasion? I have no fucking idea. Well, you know what else
1: John McTiernan directed? The Thomas Crown Affair, which is one of the movies on my uh, challenge. Because it was watch a film from 1999, and I just picked that movie. When was Cliffhanger put out? I was say like 93, but I could be could be wrong.
0: Man, that's a horror. How do you know
1: that? You haven't even watched the movie. I probably saw it in my uh, research that I was doing for this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe there's aliens in it. Oh, man. Dude, there's no aliens in it. Actually, Unless you maybe it takes place in a Arizona because that's another uh, prompt. Arizona or Minnesota. Uh, that is uh neither neither work okay well next time i'll uh, do the challenge with you and you can watch 31 movies in 31 days
0: that sounds like a i'm really bad with like being forced to do something like i again like i think i said on our last episode i have like oppositional defiance disorder somebody's like do this thing somebody says do this thing i'm like no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) even if that person is yourself yeah, like I just be like I'm. I'm also like so mood driven with with watching stuff. Yeah, like I I bought. I'm gonna have to close my my window finally, but uh um, I I like bought a stack of movies and I was like, oh man, I can't wait till I get through this. And I've watched maybe like two so far because I like I can't watch something unless I'm like keyed up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, a little insight into the madness that exists uh, within my skull. <laughs> All right. Should we just
1: talk about what this movie is
0: uh, about? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. So um, uh, let me see. Oh, I have one more thing. see <laughs> one more thing. I'm like looking at my notes here. Man, I'm, I'm, I didn't do much research because, as you know, I allocated my time that I was spending researching watching the sequels. <laughs> yeah. But this is unrelated to the sequels. But the, what I did find... Is that the writer of this, uh the original writer, Duncan Kennedy, uh, who wrote another shark movie that you I love, you disliked? Uh, that uh, please tell me if that's a mischaracterization. But Bait, he also wrote Bait.
1: Yeah, I'd Don't say I was like. Shrug. Had mixed <sighs> feelings on Bait. It's not a shark movie that I would rewatch. I. Mm. so he wrote that too, eh he wrote
0: that too, and the point of bringing this all up is because the uh impetus of this film i feel like I mispronounced that, but I'm gonna go with it was that he witnessed a uh a quote unquote horrific uh or yeah horrific shark attack like outside of his home, and after that he started to have nightmares and like I find this baffling because it's like it's like a press tour kind of quote thing like Oh, what, what, why did you write this movie? And he's like, well, I witnessed a really bad shark attack and then it left me with nightmares. And rather than like leaving it on that note, which is like the appropriate place to kind of like stop, you just stop talking. He then decided to explain his, his nightmare where he's like, Yeah, I was pursued by sharks that could read my mind within, like, like pursued down a hallway or or a tunnel with sharks that could read my mind. I was like, man, shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, he had to have gotten to super smart sharks somehow, right? We all are dying to know how he came up with this brilliant idea.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds well, like I, I enjoyed Bates. So I want to give him like some credit as like a writer, but I do think that lar- this the script has probably improved with the the other writer- writers that came aboard when this uh, script oh, yeah. was. I mean, how many purchased. writers
1: are credited on this movie? Like 3
0: or 4 maybe? Yeah, there's... That,
1: that might be more uh, than a
0: couple. Yeah, there's, there's there's definitely a few people cuz it, it was like bought as like a spec script. So somebody wrote
1: an original script, maybe sold it. He had the guns. And they're in the grenade launchers in his version. I think that's the case. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the that's the that's Which the sounds Green like a Harlan story. Insane movie, like fighting sharks with guns and grenade launchers. Kind I don't of. Know.
0: Were Were they floating down passageways and could they read their minds? <laughs> like I don't know. And anyway, the point of bringing that up is when I read that, I was like. Somebody is to muzzle this person or, or like have a PR coach to say like, Oh, this story ends at you had nightmares and just
1: shut up. No, I mean, I think more. it's kind of funny. The, the dream that he was having and how silly it was. I didn't I mean, w- listen to him t- talking about it. So maybe God, his tone fine. of that's voice was like, you know, the fucking sharks were flown down the thing. It was stupid, but I, you know, it, it gave me a germ of an idea. <laughs> trying to, to help this guy out here i mean yeah what a fucking so. idiot he told the story about how his dreams were dumb we all have dumb dreams
0: i mean we all have exactly but i'm not out there I'm not, I'm not here on this podcast talking about my dreams which i actually don't dream too frequently so i can't i don't really have anything to what's kind of this fucking movie <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, def- I'm gonna deflect this how does that sound sounds great all right, so we have our, as most horror movies do, we have our cold open. Uh, we have a uh, two couples on a yacht, and they're they're playing some sexy music. They're independently trying to like, get it on on at various ends of this yacht, and all of a sudden, boom, boom start to hear something and they they stop their necking and (laughs) and and opt to explore what could be the origin of this this the thuds that are rocking their boat uh which eventually they they have some some sexy music going on as i said in the 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 boombox, you know uh careens over the edge into the water and ends uh thus ending their sexy time and eventually a a uh, shark erupts through the hull of the boat and knocks them all into the water and just as the shark circles around to dispatch our hapless horny teenagers a glistening uh thomas hardy tom hardy thomas, thomas hardy, hardy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: tom hardy <laughs> what the fuck tom is hardy this? is not in this movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> man this is like i don't even have my thomas jane <laughs> ed hardy (laughs) bad bad tattoo work i
1: mean tom Tom hardy Hardy is an actor but uh.
0: yeah tom hardy is an actor (laughs) um thomas jane uh the punisher himself uh is glistening from a a boat you know 20 feet away and and has like harpooned our shark thus saving our horny teenagers i have to say
1: this is a, uh, I love this movie. This is a terrible cold. Open. <laughs> it sucks, man. It's pretty bad and not yeah. just because no one dies. Um, but I believe one of the, of the few lines of dialogue that are uttered amongst the horny teenagers, one is, we're having a party. <laughs> it's just, I was like, no one says anything to them prior to that. Yeah, they just blurred out that line, like as if we don't know that they're having a good time on this boat. Um, <laughs> it's just it's it's very silly, and the harpooning of the shark uh is also. I'm not really sure I understand, and maybe I just missed something, but like he. They managed to track this shark that has escaped from the Aquatica, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, A prevalent feature in subsequent uh, installments. um, But he shoots it with like a harpoon gun, right? Mm. And then is he attached that to something? What's stopping? Because he's on like a little boat.
0: Yeah, and he makes a, a comment later on to Scoggins, who's... We'll, we'll meet him, but he's, like, the engineer of the base. And he's like, I had to put two harpoon darts into him. I'm like, that makes zero sense. And, like, how quickly are you shooting these things? Is it a, a harpoon machine gun?
1: Like, it's yeah, all kinds know. of been It's just, like, the shark is, like, literally stopped in its tracks. Like, cannot... It's flailing, can't get at them. Yeah. Meanwhile, later in the movie, the sharks are... Pulling down a helicopter from the sky, but they can't pull the a little boat in the <laughs> in yeah. the open ocean. I think the idea for the
0: helicopter, which we'll get to, is like it's the Big Mama Mako, but they they say it's like forty five feet. I'm like, what the fuck is like? What logic does this movie operate on?
1: I yeah, understand so
0: crazy because like, w- like it's uh they, the, those are like smaller sharks. And obviously, like Jaws was like a twenty-five foot shark. So, like forty-five
1: feet? Are you like? I'm going like, to type like, and find see if we can find out the exact length
0: of the shark. Sorry, of uh, of the one in the movie. It is. It's forty-five. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. They feet. say they say forty-five feet for the largest.
1: That's just insane.
0: Yeah, it, it, I'm, and it doesn't even look like that. No, sorry, not the one in the the cold open, but like the 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 shark later on. Like, it's it's not that large. It, and, no, uh, if that's just ridiculous. And if, if if so, this movie hinges on uh for uh, the first third whether or not the the scientist who will meet has tampered with the sharks. If you go there and you see a forty five foot shark, <laughs> the answer is clearly yes. These sharks have been tampered. Yeah, with. They've been up to something it's so weird and wild man but anyways th- i guess the point is like i wanted to ask you cuz like i i like i when i started watching i was like oh man why did we do this movie <laughs> because the cold open is like is is atrocious there's like there's n- nothing funny or daring about it it's not like the in, in jaws where you have like the person who You know, meets a dude at a like hippie party, and you like you get a good sense of like these people. There 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 isn't a lot of dialogue, and you kind of but like one the guy's kind of drunk and fumbling around, and it's saved by the acting and and kind of like the situational conceit of like the hippie party, and then you know she goes swimming on her own and is dispatched by the shark. Good setup. Here you just have like bland, maybe college, probably college kids, yeah. a yacht in in the middle Uh, of
1: the ocean question mark
0: definitely definitely question (laughs) mark i do like all right man i'm saying the sharks in deep blue sea are like the proto orcas for like the their current yacht destroying uh (laughs) (laughs) predilections this movie was like uh I, i think the orcas have watched this film and have have thus decided we gotta destroy those yachts otherwise we'll never meet Thomas Jane slash
1: Hardy. <laughs> yes. Thomas Jane slash is, Hardy. Like what? Maybe I feel like the, the height of Thomas Jane's career was like this movie followed by the Punisher. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. Pretty much. He was uh, in the, the Barry Pepper HBO uh, movie, uh, 61. But, uh, he's, a,
0: he's in the expanse for like a few seasons, I think too.
1: Right. But who the fuck watches that? No, I have I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I tell you. I tried.
0: I, 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 there's too many characters. Like I, I, I'll eventually like get through it at some point, but
1: yeah, I, I couldn't could watch it. I got uh, a poor, poor sense a, of, wasn't a big fan of the first yeah. two episodes that I watched, I think. But, uh, yeah, but like, one. this is like peak Jane. It's like, okay, he's not doing like. He's not a big name actor when he does this movie. He does this, he does the Punisher and he's like, you know, at the top of his game. And then like after that, it just sort of goes downhill again. Yeah. Cause I can't think of anything else that he's done that was like noteworthy or that would have topped the Punisher in terms of like, you know, mass appeal sort of big wide released films.
0: I mean, like I have no idea. I'm trying to think of like, he's been in a movie that I, I like period like uh like, I, he must have been in, in at least one film or that I enjoy, but I, I don't know what that is.
1: Now, see as much as it's got its flaws, I did enjoy the Punisher, um, but there are some dumb things in that movie that are yeah. difficult to overcome. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I remember wanting that to be more like R slash gritty, like, I, I just wanted, I, like, just, I wanted, like, the, I think the J, J John Bernthal, J. Bernthal. <laughs> okay. And I'm not going to get anybody's name right tonight. Uh, but, like, I kind of wanted, like, that vibe with the Thomas Jane slash John Travolta is a villain. Like, sign me up. That's kind of, like, what.
1: John Travolta is the villain.
0: Oh, but he's terrible. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I yeah. wanted him to be, like, a, like, really good, convincing uh, villain. Okay. And, like, just, like, go gritty and
1: wild yeah. with it. Well, he's, like, a large part of the problem with that movie. I would uh, agree. Because there's some decent, like, action choreography. It's violent. I mean, people are getting stabbed in, through their mouths and, and blown up and faces melted off with boiling water. Um, there's some good stuff in there. But, yeah, the Travolta stuff is just brutal. And the whole... We may have talked about it before, but with the skull, with all the cars that blow up, yeah, and with the fucking terrible, the top, it's this fucking oh, skull that, that's dumb. burned into my
0: brain as like very the, dumb. That, that's the image of the movie that's in my brain. So I think that's like my roadblock to like getting to where you are. I need to watch it again. I think,
1: yeah,
0: or I no, mean, it's the Punisher. It's the Punisher. Be fine. So it was Tom Tom Jane Tom Hardy? Yeah, in any good movies in your in your mind like in your opinion
1: I like 61 I think it's a, a good movie um but it's not again it's not a big like wide release it's a HBO movie um, prequel to 65 Exactly <laughs> uh, but- <laughs> man I'm going to be full of bad jokes tonight <laughs> but yeah I mean not just because I love Barry Pepper but uh, I do think it's a legitimately good movie Yeah uh, let's see I can I don't know what else what the fuck is he in I don't know. Um, you know? Um, so uh, something I don't boogie know nights. We,
0: boogie nights. There we go. Uh, we haven't we haven't mentioned the it mist. Yet. Oh, the mist is fucking good. All right, the mist I like. The mist I like. He's in Frank stuff. Durambont. Durambont. Um, Duranbont, Duranbont. Frank Durambont. Durambont. Thank you. Um, we haven't mentioned it yet, but we're gonna recast the principal players of this film uh, using modern casting choices at some point in this
1: episode. That's right. Yes. Should we? So, I have an idea. Go ahead. Should we do it as we introduce the characters? I was going to say as the characters die. So when they Ooh. die, when they have their death, then we can reveal who we would have to play that character.
0: Well, then spoiler alert: we're never going to recast Tom. Well, Thomas we can do Jane. them at the
1: end of the movie. Okay, okay, right, right. fine. Um,
0: I don't really have the plot written out. I have like the start. That's fine because, like, I'm, I'm like we we can just like shoot the shit here. And, and the a short
1: version of the fucking plot of this movie is that they are at this base called Aquatica.
0: Wait, I, 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 let me judge it in first oh. before
1: you. Just, <laughs> okay, I
0: gotta, gotta foreplay this here. So this is the 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 classic conceit of like. We're a, uh, a research company that's like, our funding is being pulled and we have to demonstrate that our research has actual results. So we first meet Dr. Susan McAllister, who's played by Saffron Burroughs, uh, who's disappeared? Question mark. (laughs) Yeah. Man, she, she, she's a barb, like from Stranger Things, just like gone, gone into the, (laughs) the upside down and never come back. But uh, she's making a desperate plea to our, like, super rich investor, uh, Russell Franklin, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson. And they're doing Alzheimer's research, and she's like, do you know what Alzheimer's does by the end, my father? And she, like, goes into, like, her own personal She had to tell is-
1: him about his wife being dead over and over again. And, and that was so bad for her. Experience you know. <laughs> the pain on his face every single time that he learn the news again. So uh, eventually <laughs>
0: she's like, we, we're gonna do one final test. It'll be like over a weekend and if we if it's unsuccessful, I will help pack the lab myself. And he softens and he agrees, but as a uh, a slight uh, hitch, he has to go with them to the uh, uh, to the lab. They're their huge wet lab that I, that's out in the ocean and uh, oversee this whole the whole proceedings and uh, something that's kind of like mentioned lately is that like how could you achieve these results without genetic tampering? And that's a huge thing is like you know, how are they going to get this result ba- with the current, you know, I guess like the iterations of the testing that they've done thus far? So that, that's our setup. Now, Mitch, have at it baby. So
1: it, it's called Aquatica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's, that's, that's all you're going to say. It's and, Aquatica. That's it.
1: And they've got sharks there. And uh, <laughs> these sharks are smart. Are <laughs> you
0: fucking serious? <laughs> Don't do this, man. You're torpedoing our
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um. Yeah, I mean, so Samuel <laughs> Jackson, the Russell Franklin character, shows up at Aquatica and we sort of get to meet our cast of characters. Uh, what's her name? Janice Higgins. Yes. Who is played by Jacqueline, Jacqueline McKenzie. McKenzie. Uh, <laughs> is the one who <laughs> greets him and uh, the exposition machine. <laughs>
0: I know this is a auditory medium, but for anybody who doesn't know what's going on, can you please
1: explain? (laughs) Stefan is uh, cracking open a Hamilton Tiger Cats CFL tall boy. Uh, I'm a piece of trash. Do they have their own brand of beer? Uh, Or (laughs) who makes this? Is it just Um, like a Canadian that they put a different logo on? No, 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 it's, it's not a Molson Canadian. (laughs) I don't know, who the fuck's making Hamilton Tiger Cats beer? Out in, uh,
0: wine country, there is Bench Brewery. Not a particularly good brewery, but, uh, a nice place to visit if you're looking for a nice place out in that neck of the woods. They have decent food and okay beer. Anyways, they have a lager, which no lager is like outstanding. It's like a whatever beer. Uh, they just slap the Tiger Cats. The, uh, their, their logger, It is, uh, man, I can't remember what it's called. The Lincoln Lager.
1: I feel like there's a missed opportunity for an Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa. I would agree. Oski logger. Uh. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. So, so it's, it's their, their stock logger is the Lincoln Lager. And then they just slap the logo oh, to okay. it. So I think that's the issue. It really eliminates the fun wordplay that you could have with the <laughs> yeah. wild as hell tie cats chant which could, would you do it for our, our listenership
1: i would never really i'm not uh, i can't do it Stephen. i i was born in regina saskatchewan ah, uh, i could man. not uh, chant the hamilton tiger cats chant oski
0: wee wee oski wawa
1: holy, holy mackinaw, mackinaw. <laughs> tie cats eat em raw. there you go and, and vaguely sexual and they have to have a uh an an old an elderly man with a bowler hat <laughs> uh doing the uh cheer for everyone at the stadium,
0: man, I love where I live I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a fucking weird place, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, how did we get here? Oh, you distracted. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You said I was
1: going to derail it with a uh, torpedo the podcast, and I tried to get back on track here. And, and, and I'm just showing you myself. Beer cans. Yeah, um, I'm my <laughs> <laughs> <our> beer cans. <laughs> so he, so Samuel Jackson is at Aquatica. <laughs> <laughs> and so yes we meet Janice uh who's a doctor <laughs> there research assistant she, she's like don't be diminutive she's like is she a doctor yeah, or is she her,
0: she she's a uh, she's a scientist along with uh Jim Whitlock and Susan McAllister
1: okay because it seems like there's the sort of two that are running the show and then there's the other people who are sort of Assisting. So I wasn't sure if she is also a doctor or just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, some she's sort a of scientist. Yeah. She's a scientist. Like I said, she does a lot of expositing. She delivers yes. the exposition. Uh, we see our Tom Hardy, uh, <laughs> wannabe <laughs> at this I point.
0: To, I don't want to talk about like this scene too much. But what a wild way
1: to uh, extract the license plate. <laughs> Which is also so dumb. Yeah, um, agreed. It's like we just sedated this shark and dragged it back to Aquatica. And now we're going to, instead of getting the license plate out of its mouth uh, at that point while it's sedated, we're like, hey, go into the water and uh, I'm going to swim next to you. Uh like uh some like sea world show and yeah. pull it out with my hands so i th- i th- I, th- I don't think that's one of their
0: sharks that's a shark that's being sold to them by like another boat it's not like a it's not like one of their Makos. so it's, it's not as dangerous as the other ones
1: I thought this was the shark that escaped I don't that they think were bringing it so. back I don't think so I think that's
0: already been like brought back and this is a shark that they're purchasing because they're talking to the boat about like how much it's worth uh, to them to buy because later we see the sharks getting fed a shark and presumably Ooh, that's the shark you're correct yeah well I guess the, the, this I,
1: shark just had a license plate in its mouth for fun
0: yeah I, this movie is, uh it really allows this audience to discover its plot <laughs> on their own <laughs> they do i do have to say this movie does kind of like drop shit and 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 not in a way that you see movies nowadays where it feels like here are all of the things enjoy it kind of does you know
1: yes i mean the point remains they still have it like strung up on this fucking apparatus before they lower it down which seems like a better place to get the license plate out of its mouth or the people I'm who mean. are delivering the shark yeah. get it out of the mouth. But that was but, my point. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put it in the water and then he is like, I'm going to swim next to it. It's, it's all for this like bullshit sort of like fake moment of peril for Tom Jane's character, for Sam Jackson to be, like, looking on be like, he's about to get attacked. And then it's like, nope, he's just super great in the water because he used to be a smuggler. <laughs> super uh, great in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's basically a fucking acrobat. The way he, like, moves out of the way of some of the uh, sharks in the water yeah. uh, to avoid getting uh, attacked. But, yeah, so Tom Jane fishes a uh, license plate out of the shark's mouth. He comes up, he has his little moment with Sam Jackson. Uh, we also introduce our doctor, Jim Whitlock, who is pissing, into, pissing the into the wind, but he's the smartest man alive, uh, per Janice. Um, so is that, uh, I think that's where he meets most of the cast. We don't get LL Cool J or anybody else sort of on the I think the we also get Scoggins.
0: There. We get Scoggins because. Oh, about the, uh, the height
1: of the fence.
0: Right. So, uh, he kind of like hands the license plate off to Sam Jackson and he's like, Oh, they don't really like the taste of us. Like they, unless you're like a rich suitor or whatever the line is that he delivers, essentially saying like, go fuck yourself, you rich piece of shit. And then he walks off, then he sees, uh, Scoggins, whose name I can't remember his first name. I have a hard time rem- remembering the like, uh, I've already forgotten the, uh, no 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 sorry Tom Scoggins. Yes. I have a hard time with uh with Russell like the like fuck what's his Jackson? Frank- Russell Franklin? Russell. It's like such a forgettable name. Russell, for Franklin. Russell Franklin. Russell Franklin. Russell Frank There we go. It's like <laughs> pure dog shit. It's just like it means nothing. But anyways, he meets uh he's played by kind of shitty dude um Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Uh the only good thing he did was make a uh what is it a tribe called Quest documentary. documentary. And that's pretty much it. That's all I've got going on. What, um, uh,
1: what did he do that, uh, he's a shitty oh, dude? There's a cool, like,
0: Roots article or the Root article about him. It, basically, like, how, like, he's kind of, like, co-opted, like, a lot of black culture and, and lately he's, like, used, like, a lot of, like, like, you, using certain terms that you should not be using if you're not black. Mm. Uh, and just being kind of, like, mean and gross about it as if he's, like, a crude, like, he's got, like, street like, cred. He's got street cred. Therefore, he can, like, say the stuff. It's just, like, not great. Anyways. Not um, cool. Also, he, have you seen him recently? Uh, like, go, Google remember. Man. He looks like uh a, a desiccated
1: husk. <laughs> desiccated
0: husk? <laughs> yeah. He looks like somebody put, like fucking he's an insect and somebody put like diamacious earth all around him and just sucked the moisture out of his body now he's just like looks like the fucking mummy if the mummy was like Larry bird
1: I'm not seeing anything that Here, I, I'll, I'll, I'll send you something sure, later you, you, like, <laughs> you can be like holy <laughs> shit uh, so anyways so, so we've yeah, met we meet Tim we meet Scoggins who uh, says he raised the feet the, the feet the fence like uh, Tom Jane asked for <laughs> Because they want a higher fence to keep the sharks in.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Michael Rappaport's Scoggins. We have Jim Whitlock as uh, played by Stone Skarsgård. Yes. Uh, uh, it's quite clear, based on what you had said, that Janice has feelings for Jim Whitlock, just so everybody has a full context. Although, everybody's seen this goddamn movie. I don't think we need to go too far into it. We haven't met him yet, but there's obviously LL Cool J's preacher character, Sherman uh, Dudley. His, sh- uh, sorry, what's his name? <laughs> I believe it's
1: Sherman Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> what's the parrot's name? Bird. Oh, interesting. I don't no. know. Maybe is that the yeah, name he
0: does say it? bird a lot. It just refer- like, it, it's a uh, a foul mouthed, wise acreed parrot. <laughs> Um, that just calls him like you're a big dumb fat ass and
1: fat butt, fat butt. You got a big fat butt. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that bird rips, man. Here's a funny story. So I, I watched this with Anna and 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 my partner, and she she hates. Uh, when animals die in movies and I agree, I don't like it either. And I said, Oh no, the parrot lives. And I was like, I was convinced in my memory that the parrot lives. Like I could see at the end of the film, just being like on a, on like a piece of rubble, just going like, you got a big fat butt in my head. And I hadn't seen this in like a, like a a year or something. So I, I was really adamant. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. We can watch this movie. You don't have to feel bad that a, that a parrot dies. And she's like, "I bet you're lying to me. You lied to me last time." And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm serious. The parrot doesn't die." And then, like, very early on the movie, the shark jumps you. out of the water, just boom, crushes the parrot. She's like, "I knew it." <laughs> anyway, so birds the, don't, don't lie out. Birds don't count. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them birds. Fuck them birds. Uh, so uh, Sherman Dudley, uh, aka Preacher, Preacher. who is the uh, the the chef of the base. Uh we'll meet him later. But that's our, our core group and everybody else has kind of like been furloughed for the weekend because Well, it's don't their... forget
1: Brenda Kearns.
0: Oh, Brenda. I can't in so Brenda tower. in the tower. And you got so annoyed when I when I said sent... here's the <laughs> here's our recasting for the movie, and you're like, oh fucking Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Played by, interestingly enough, uh uh John Taturo's cousin. That's John Tuturo's cousin. Is the the actor Ada Turturro? Is the yeah, she's the actor. in the Sopranos. Yeah, and yeah. she's John Turturro's cousin. So oh, there you it's, go. It's a fun little, <laughs> fun little tidbit to explode our runtime further. <laughs> yeah, we're already at almost an hour. We've not even gotten to the second. I mean, like we're I think we're we have to breeze through this pretty hard. Uh, we have some interst- interstitial elements where we find out that Carter has like a criminal record and that's why he doesn't want to like, he was a smuggler,
1: it, he's a smuggler, which I mean, is why maybe, he's so good at diving with sharks.
0: It makes complete sense. Was he right? swimming across like the, the ocean uh, with drugs?
1: That's what smugglers do. Yeah.
0: Anyways, like it, it, it it feels <laughs> yeah. so inconsequential.
1: He, he clearly has asked out the doctor, Saffron Burroughs, before. You know, Louis, maybe one day he'll take me up on that beer. Uh, <laughs> but she's not interested because he's a peasant compared to her. You know, she's a doctor and he's a lowly smuggler who's meeting the terms of his parole yeah. by being on Aquatica. Try not to make waves. That's right.
0: Um, there, there's a birthday party for Dr. Susan. Well, I, I can't remember her last name, man. McAllister. McAllister. The, the names are irrelevant to me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the next day is where we have our moment of truth where they try to demonstrate the validity of their research to Samuel L. Jackson's character. And we have like a very cool scene of, of, uh, um, of Carter, our, our, Thomas Jane slash Tom Hardy character going to kind of like secure the shark for their research purposes. And, uh, as he's swimming down this kind of like mesh tunnel, the sharks form like a pincer and, and go to attack him, uh, as if proving that they're like working together. Um, and then they also uh, retract once he reveals that he has like
1: a, is it a harpoon or a gun? Is it like a fucking shotgun? <laughs> I mean, I think it's the. Like, harpoon gun that shoots the sedative. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, they retract and then, uh, Janice, the assistant scientist, I guess, I whatever you want to call They're her, out. I don't know. Uh, she's like, sharks can't, uh, swim backwards if, because they can't, I think is, is the line. <laughs> um, and Samuel L. Jackson goes, they recognize that gun. <laughs> In case it isn't clear to anybody, these sharks have been tampered with,
1: guys. Yeah. And then the sharks proceed to <laughs> – oh, no, this happens uh, afterwards, right? Take out the security cameras?
0: Right after this, like immediately, because okay. the, the we're trying to set up the – is Thomas Jane dead here? Right. Uh, so they take out all the cameras, and there's like that beat where they're like, Carter, respond, respond. And he is, is silent. Uh and then all of a sudden the the their lab is like a uh it has a big glass window facing the the pen and there's a pool basin it's pressurized uh and it becomes activated and up comes Carter with one of the Makos,
1: and the test goes forward. Uh, <laughs> How he got it there? Who the fuck knows? Cause he's on like this small platform that gets raised up and it's just like how, how the fuck did, did he get this thing there? We'll never know. Um And yeah, the idea that sharks are aware of what security cameras are uh, or what cameras are and take them all out. Uh, also kind of amazing, um, but insane. Uh, it looks yeah. good. The- it does look good. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to touch on, because I think this is like the first moment where we, it happens in the, oh, in the cold open, but it's just sort of like the mouth, uh, coming through and you see a little bit of it. But here we get a glimpse at the full, like animatronic shark that they built. Yeah. Uh, it rips. It's awesome. Yeah. It is so good that I love the animatronic sharks in this movie. I think they are a fantastic practical effect that Needs to be used more. Like, it's, you could do a cool shark movie. This was 1990, probably seven or eight when they filmed this movie. So like, it's been a long time since then. You have to be able to fucking pull some shit off. Like, this, you know, some good shit. Um, but yeah, they look awesome. They're they had like a thousand horsepower. Like they fucking fly through the water and f- could flail around and also cause some problems on set. Apparently, uh- <laughs> <laughs> I want a story later, please. <laughs> uh, well, it's a very brief story. I think is at one point when it was not supposed to flail around or do anything. It was in some position on set and then it just did it on its own and like broke through some like two by fours that were like part of like the set above it. Uh, people just been like, I don't know what the fuck's happening with this thing. Um, but yeah, it's huge and they look awesome. And by comparison, uh, the CG is dog shit. Uh, yeah, it is pretty bad. so bad.
0: Sam Jackson's death in particular. <laughs> oh my God. is rough.
1: So not only just like the, physics and like how that happens uh is sort of looney tunes yeah. um but yeah it just looks uh ridiculous as well but yeah, yeah they're they're about to undergo their their testing with thomas jane has the uh the shark sedated and having uh, bad dreams
0: yes yes so they they extract their protein they test it it works everybody's rejoicing uh Jim and Janice have their kiss to solidify their their blooming romance, and afterwards Jim goes to, to congratulate the salute the shark and
1: they uh, light up a cigarette too or lights, I... a,
0: it lights yeah. up a cigarette in a closed environment with probably <laughs> yeah. that has like pure oxygen somewhere not not a great place to uh uh yeah see, it's fucking flammable man. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Uh anyways, uh he has a cigarette, goes to like salute the shark or whatever he does and the shark thrashes to life and then clamps down and rips off his arm. Uh and in the the madness, they release the shark and call for an emergency helicopter and kind of rush topside and uh, a storm has rolled in and it's just thrashing the the topside uh, environment. Um, and they basically struggle to try to get, uh, Jim's gurdy uh, secured to the chopper. They do manage to do it. And in a, a kind of a funny scene is, uh, they all get like slammed by a wave that was like not intended, apparently. Uh, it's like a rogue wave that was created, I guess, or timed inappropriately or whatever. I have no yeah,
1: idea. I, I read the same thing and I was thinking the same thing that you were of this scene. I listened to the. How did this get made episode? And they were saying, and who knows, I mean, if they just misinterpreted it or whatever, that it was the scene where the glass breaks that they unloaded three tons of water accidentally, uh, and they all got washed around. But I didn't think that that made sense because mm, I thought it was topside because Samuel Jackson made a comment about like they're on these like metal grates or something. Yeah. They, so I think that you, you are correct.
0: I, I think we are correct because yeah. he makes the comment like, "Oh, we almost ended up in the drink," which we, they would have like if the wave correct. would have knocked them into the water, and not like if a cascading pool of water like that doesn't make sense in relation to the comments that were made. So I, I think it's in this scene, and it yeah. they are hidden and it looks weird and like unintended because it like kind of like knocks them weirdly. Yeah, all talented actors, and they just keep rock and rolling, and it gets used
1: in the movie. So. I did want to Uh, point out um, one specific thing. I think it's important to note that after the shark bite occurs, Tom Jane's character goes and for whatever reason in this lab, they have an emergency shotgun. Like (laughs) he goes and he like smashes (laughs) this glass part of the wall, grabs a shotgun and goes to go shoot the shark. Yeah. And uh Dr. McAllister, Saffron Burroughs' character, is the one who hits the button to have the shark go back in because she doesn't want the shark to die. You know, got to save that shark for the research. And Tom Jane is like, are you crazy? Because, like, the shark is attacking a person. And it attacked the boat. He knows the shark's bad news. Right. Um, and it should be disposed of. But she sends it back into the water. Um, so just to note, because I feel like the people who clamored for her death, this is part of the reason why, because her character was doing actively doing things that were not necessarily in the best interests of the group and were more selfish reasons. Um, you know, trying yes. to save her research and and doing shit like that. Um, so just thought I'd touch on that.
0: Yeah, a very important point is that she is constantly trying to save her research. So, uh, also a valuable point in Deep Blue C2 for uh, another similar character. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, uh, as Jim Whitlock's, uh, you know, body, son's arm is being hauled up to the chopper, the, the 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 pulley locks and he kind of careens down into the the shark pen and then the largest shark question mark forty five feet question mark
1: I no so forty five feet confirmed by Chat GPT
0: oh interesting <laughs> uh, t- on, t- t- on it, my side how
1: was it and is the largest shark in the film was approximately forty five feet long however it's important to note that the size of the shark is fictional and exaggerated for the purpose of the movie storyline all right but
0: they've all been genetically tampered with why i know one is a gen one and the other or gen two that that means nothing you can just have like (laughs) one shark that is somehow like like 25 feet longer than the rest anyways uh, i'm done talking (laughs) i have had enough um but but uh jim whitlock cranes down into the pen and then the largest shark uh uh, absconds with his body, his gurneyed body and that drives the using the like still tethered chopper as like a battering ram uh, basically just like drives Jim Whitlock's body forward, driving the helicopter into the tower and thus dispatching
1: the two helicopter pilots as well as Brenda Kearns, who yes. we've talked about so much and was very important to the story incredibly important it's so incredibly important
0: we should definitely recast her at this point <laughs> so this is
1: if I, I needed five more minutes and i didn't get it um oh you didn't get this one <laughs> i don't have a, a, a choice for brenda kerns uh, I'm, I'm trying no, to think of a, a famous person's cousin to to, to throw in there uh you know let's let's do a- i mean like most
0: actors are it's they're all nepos so you could just probably pick anybody and they they would be another actor's cousin
1: i uh, I'll pick um edie Falco because she was also in the sopranos with uh Brenda's, Ida Idatro there
0: you go um i'm gonna go with natasha Leone uh um, curly hair i sh- i think she could inject a lot of like, a lot of character into the the minor moments that she's yeah, in the film. I
1: mean i think both of our choices would be wasted on such a small part Oh yeah it's a terrible um, <laughs> role <laughs> <laughs> but if we got to do it we got to do it Yeah exactly okay. i do uh, think you're right i think that that's it i think that's a good choice for the fun party vibes that uh people want to say Janice cuz that was her fucking name on the show uh, right. Brenda has yeah,
0: yeah. We'll get to Janice later on. Yes. Yes. She's not she's on next, though. No, she isn't. She's not. next. No, she's not. Well. Be, uh, well, I mean, technically Jim is next. So so after after uh our Brenda is killed, uh our truly malicious large shark uses uh Jim's body slash Gurney as a kind of like a, a battering ram and just kind of like rushes towards the the glass uh, of the uh, the observation area of the lab and throws throws at <laughs> yeah. it. at It just destroys it. It's great and Janice is like, "Oh my god." And uh this is the one scene I think uh when I was when I saw this in theaters and have felt uh, similarly every time I watch it is like Man, everybody should have just left immediately, and like, I know that's like a, like, everybody always shits on like horror scenes where actors are doing the opposite of what they should be doing. But because you need to drive the plot forward and you should give like, you know give a little license to the writers and the director to like take care of things. But this is a scene where I'm just like, these fucking idiots are watching glass crack. And I know that it's <laughs> slowly because slowly like backing away. It's like a VFX thing where I'm like, they're like they probably didn't know when to like react, maybe or like they edited. Yeah, I mean you could edit it so that it's I mean like I don't know. It happens fast. But yeah. I hate the scene just like so all much.
1: staring at the glass cracking. And then, like a giant chunk of glass, sort of like flies and like lands in front of them. And Samuel Jackson is just sort of like, you know, we we got to go, we got we got to move. And then they keep slowly like backing away before ultimately the entire fucking thing shatters and water just starts dumping in, and they're frantically trying to escape. And what I think maybe, no, it's not the first one because outside he was falling all over the place too. Um, but Thomas Jane has a plethora of scenes in this movie where he is just falling around. Uh, he is always <laughs> falling over, getting knocked Slipping over, sliding. sliding around. Dude's just always doing something. Um, and definitely happens in uh, in this scene. Um, this being probably number two. Cause the first one is when he's loading up the gurney, uh, thing. But, uh, yeah. So now the water's just pouring into pouring in. Aquatica. Uh,
0: Jim, Jim is now for sure dead. He'll drown here and
1: everybody else gets away. Uh, unstained. I mean, the fact that he was still alive, uh, <laughs> when yeah. he hits the glass <laughs> and you can see him like being all like, Oh, help me. Help me. <laughs> it's so dumb and good
0: yeah <laughs> oh yeah um so i think there's like a lot of weird editing choices in this movie like like them not moving away from the glasses it's breaking and then there's also uh not to jump forward but when janice dies they cut the, for whatever reason to michael Rappaport and he's like
1: oh <laughs> he has like this
0: weird dumb look on his face
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like who are <laughs> right, you have to have better options yeah tom jane
1: like, surely had a better reaction that you could just like well, I cut I feel like to. there's a lot of that where it's like people's like faces looking at each other, like double takes and weird, like, sort of silly reactions uh, yeah. throughout, like staring at stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely stupid. some odd choices. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb movie. <laughs> it's um, weird, but I love but it. But it's man. very entertaining
0: yeah um, so I mean, like Jim is dead now, Jim Whitlock yes. is dead, so uh, i i'm gonna have my list elsewhere, but uh I'm ready to rock and roll. Who do you have for jim Whitlock so
1: um this is I actually have some thought put into the rest of the list. Mm. um I felt like this movie weird the idea is it's being made right now in the our current climate. If you will mm-hmm. um which i feel like means some changes of gender you know things like that maybe I, I, different races so i do change some things around here um so for jim whitlock um and you could change the name to whatever you wanted to or you could leave it as jim whitlock um i chose daniel day kim oh, um good who's, choice uh from lost is really where i I know him from. He's on Hawaii 5 you and know, appears sporadically in some other things. Um, I didn't want to go too old. I thought about um, the fucking guy from Inception. Why am I blanking on his name now?
0: Um uh, and Batman oh my beginnings. god, I can't remember either. I know Ken, exactly who you're talking Ken about. Ken Watanabe. Watanabe. Yes. There we go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was like, he's too, he's too old. I also thought about him for the Russell Franklin character, but I was like, no, 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 I've got a better choice for that. Um, so yeah, I went with Daniel Day Kim. I think he's a, you know, a guy that plays a, he can play a smart science type of guy, but you know, a little bit of arrogance in there as well. Um, that was my choice.
0: Yeah. I have, uh, I mean, we decided to do this so late that uh, my choices are making increasingly less sense as I consider the relation to other characters that I've picked. So, with
1: that said, I picked Leland Dorser, who I think is too old. But yeah, I think my picks also. But the age gap between Janice and is a bit high. I think there, there, is, there's
0: definitely power dynamic there. Aside from like, like work styles i think there's an age discrepancy 18 years between the actors yeah okay so i think that it might still make sense but uh, i'm a huge fan of leland Orser. i've mentioned it on this podcast uh it's i think choice. he's great I like and it. gets underutilized so big ups to leland Orser. keep on rolling baby keep on
1: rolling baby you know what time it is
0: <laughs> um all right man we have uh at this point we flick back to preacher who, um, after the explosion, uh, has been knocked unconscious, wakes up. Is getting harassed by his parrot, kind of like wanders around, and then basically is hit with like a wave of water. Uh, and at this point, it's revealed. I think that one of the bull sharks, or bull sharks, one the bull sharks, is, are is the sequel, uh which is oh, I'm going to okay. explain where that's coming from in my mind. <laughs> but one of the sharks has made its way into the the, the tunnel, the, the tunnel system, right? And, uh, he basically gets, uh, trapped into a convection oven and as the shark's ramming it, turns it on and, uh, has to escape through the top hatch, uh, before the even occurs, the parrot is obviously killed as, as I said earlier. Yes. I don't know, I think that happens. Uh, beforehand, it must be cuz then he's like, you yeah. killed my parrot motherfucker.
1: I'm his... <laughs> not quite the line. but.
0: Uh, oh, well, I mean, whatever. I'm
1: trying my best to Yeah. <laughs> it's way cooler than that, Steph. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, uh, you can say it when we get to it, but. Sure. Uh, he has to like carve it, he has an axe and he has to like carve his, or uh, chop his way through the, the top convection oven. I'm not
1: Daniel when he faced the lion.
0: <laughs> 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 just, just do all the LL cool J lines. I mean, this movie is so quotable as an aside. I know I just messed up a quote, but I do know so much (laughs) of the rough context of what's being said in this film. Um, If anybody knows, I'm terrible with line readings or understanding how to properly say things generally. But uh, anyways, he jumps at the top of the convection oven, uh, swims past the shark, and it's the shark, who thinks that he's still trapped in there, is going to ram the convection oven. Because it's super smart. Definitely doesn't know that uh, L Cool J has sprung uh, the, this shark's trap, and Ella Cool J flicks open his lighter, gets the flint going, gets the gets the spark and, and the flame, and then he says,
1: You ate my bird.
0: She. <laughs> <laughs> Flicks his lighter and emulates our, our Mako shark. Now we have, uh, I think, one regular-sized shark left, and then the 45-foot shark left. Yes. Uh, a lot of artistic license there. But um, we we don't have a, a, a casting choice for the parrot, sadly. But uh, No. no.
1: But uh, fun fact for you, which I'm yes. sure you're aware of, there were two parrots used in the movie. Yes. Because one could fly and one could hang out, yes, and or one could talk and the other one could. Have- <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm the talking <laughs> parrot, man. I'm not the flying parrot. No. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just keep going. Paying me enough to talk. <laughs> yeah. um, we we then cut back to um, uh, our other troop. Uh so we have Scoggins, we have Carter, we have Samuel Jackson's Russell character, and Dr. Susan and Janice. Um, and their plan is to make it to these submersible um uh that that, that they have like an emergency submersible with like a an, another pool like their lab uh situation. Um but sadly, like LL Cool J, the uh explosion has knocked the sub over and uh uh made it uh no longer a viable option, and here things begin to devolve a little bit. Um, why don't you? Uh, actually, no. I'll, I'll explain. I'll set. I'll cue you up. How about that
1: <laughs> for the?
0: Yeah, I was. Okay. I was gonna say. Yeah, we're not, I'm not gonna tell you what you're gonna do because you know what you got to do. Okay. But I was gonna have you describe the 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 situation here. Um, it's here we basically everybody needles Susan, Doctor Susan. Uh, McAllister uh, about like, this isn't reasonable behavior of sharks. They are doing things beyond what they should be capable of doing. And it's here. Susan reveals that they did genetically modify these Mako sharks. Uh, Janice is furious. She was unaware of this. It's quite clear that it was like something that uh, she had done maybe with Jim. And they're the only two people who are aware of it. Everybody's turning on one another and really the situation needs somebody to bring us back to reality and that someone is Samuel Jackson's character who we hadn't set it up properly but he had uh, survived an avalanche and uh, he has a lot to say about that avalanche that could help quell all the feelings that are occurring in this room.
1: You think water moves fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. Like it knows it killed the world once and got a taste for murder. After the avalanche, it took us a week to climb out. Now, I don't know exactly when we turned on each other, but I know that seven of us survived the slide, and only five made it out. Now, we took an oath that I am breaking now. We said we'd say it was the snow that killed the other two, but it wasn't. Nature is lethal, but it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get, and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not gonna fight anymore! We are going to pull together and find a way to get out of here. First... We're gonna seal off this pool and then shark attack Samuel <laughs> Jackson dead. It's a, it's a terrible
0: CGI mess that looks awful, has not aged well. Um, there, I, there are some CGI elements in the sequels that are actually pretty good, but unfortunately. This is not good. Yeah, this (laughs) This is fucking terrible. Is
1: so bad. He's standing in front of the like pool area uh, that leads to outside, and the shark jumps out of it, lands on like the spot where he is standing, grabs him, and then like jumps back in, slides back in to the pool again and disappears back into the water and and eats him there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so cartoonish in like how it happens, but the CGI just makes it even worse. It is atrocious, but an iconic scene, uh, still fun and enjoyable. And you laugh at how bad it is when it happens
0: yeah so I don't I, I was originally gonna like we could, i was gonna quickly give you like primers on the second and the third one we don't have time for that now at all <laughs>
1: yeah. but
0: I want to say so the second uh the sequel the the first sequel is one of the worst movies I've seen i period it's it's terrible um but the the third one i and you were you were you don't agree you don't I'm almost tempted to to, to do it on our podcast. because i think it's really good it's fucking dumb as hell like this i I
1: watched the trailer and i was like this looks like like it's a deep blue c3 with nobody cast with no money and terrible looking effects
0: so the the second one tries to do the same like high-end base with no money which is like it's it's i look at it i'm like what it looks like a sci-fi channel movie the 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 top side is like two docks connected to a shack like a wooden (laughs) shack but beneath that is like some fucking cgi tech land baby it's like and it the the walls are speckled with like this this awful shitty like paint that some scenic person probably had to spray over everything where i'm like oh man i feel so bad for like whatever happened on this it looks fucking terrible here, uh, please if if anybody is making a sequel to a movie that has less money don't try to do the first thing do something else where it's like hey man we 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 have like the black market research from there we're doing it in like a sketchy place like try to do something else that like tries to maybe understand why you, your your set deck has no fucking money and looks like dog shit just like make it work that movie, like, the money, I'm just like, holy shit, who made this? The the third one reconciles that problem with a unique setting. But anyways, my point of bringing this all up is that the third one has this moment where, uh, basically, there's, there's two warring sides. There's a uh, marine biologist who is studying great white shark nurseries. Um, and then the bull sharks that had been tampered with in the second film... Uh, uh, escape, uh, because the, the mother, the big shark from the second film, who, who had been acting crazy, quote unquote, uh, was actually pregnant. <laughs> which that's is like, what they
1: do. That's that's what, what, pregnant, pregnant women are crazy, bit, apparently, uh,
0: mm-hmm. uh, or sharks too, I guess. I have no that's idea. Right. They're it's, affected um, man, the same way. It's the, it's the, it's the <laughs> dumbest, most problematic fucking plot. And they have like, that's why they bring their, the, the marine biologist in and it's like, are, are, are sharks acting weird? And then it's revealed that she was pregnant, and then she gives birth, and some of those babies escape. Shark was just nagging everybody. And- yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> is the shark eating Ben and Jerry's?
1: <laughs> That'd be a better movie.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's it's it's. Man, there are baby sharks in the tunnels attacking people in Deep Blue Sea, too. Amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it looks like somebody was, like, throwing baby, like, toy sharks at people. <laughs> it's truly one of the most atrocious things. It's, I'm making it sound funny, but it is awful. <laughs> but anyways, the, the the third one, we have uh, the marine biologists who are, like, part of this, like, kind of, like, uh, man-made reef village. Uh, who are studying the great white sharks, uh, then the bull sharks come in and then the people who are hired by the, the big tech company to find them. Anyways, it turns out one of them was, was the, the grad school boyfriend of the main character. And he makes a decision. He's like, I'm gonna leave the, the, the bad team I'm, I'm gonna go good. And he has this big speech. He's on like the, the, the bow of their like big expensive barge. And he's like, I'm going to come to you and we're going to fuck these people up. And, like, I'm going to be with you and we're going to make sweet love after this movie. And I'm, like, paraphrasing a lot. And he jumps over the side of the boat and the fucking bull shark jumps up and eats him. And Anna and I were, like, legitimately surprised.
1: Like, it's <laughs> like, I, I, and I, I know I've ruined it for a lot of people. Me uh, And me saying, and well, now, we can't do it on the show with you having spoiled it. Uh, I'm so disappointed. I mean,
0: <laughs> the sarcasm is palpable, <laughs> man. I have to say, it is—it's fucking good.
1: And that scene is—I just is, don't believe you. I, I, I just don't. After having watched the trailer, I, uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think it could possibly be good. It has some
0: good stuff in it, and and it, it understood the assignment. It's it's uh, directed by John Pogue, who. Uh, is somebody, (laughs) he wrote like a lot of bad stuff, like the skulls, um, but he, in rollerball and, but he also wrote us marshals. Oh, so there you go. (laughs) those are the, the bona fides. Okay. Um, anyways, so it, 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 for a third film that probably had less of a budget than the second one, it looks like it was made with way more money. Because they were smart about it, unlike the second movie, which I, I, don't, I assume that director went and did nothing because they well, deserve to do nothing after that. Period. Let
1: that be a lesson to you, future uh, aspiring filmmakers out there. Yeah. You know, know your limits.
0: Yeah. You too could make a third film in a franchise. I mean, I would say it's nearly on the same f- enjoyment factor as the first one. It's, it's, it's not the same. Like, a okay. half difference. Okay. All right, Step man. I'm in. just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, 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 give it a chance when you're, when you're done this fucking competition where you can't watch goddamn cliffhanger and you're looking for some, 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 you know, you're chasing the dragon. You're like, I want to find that good movie, man. I want to know. I want to, I want to feel something. You throw in that <laughs> deep blue <C3>. secret. <laughs> yeah, all right.
1: There you go. Definitely I don't even do know that. where we are anymore, man. Okay. So. Russell Franklin just got eaten. So who are we, uh, you can go first this time. Who's your Sam Jackson, uh, okay. Sam Jackson. Um, I have a few options here. Um,
0: my, what I went with is, is Terry Crews because I want somebody (laughs) who can, who can, you know, Terry Crews is a hilarious, uh, but he, you know, he can just act in general. And I think he would be a good. Uh, you know, you, you gotta deliver monologues here. And you have to have like, you know, the, the, the gravitas to, to, to really deliver it. So Terry Cruz is my pick. But I also said, uh, like Keith Stanfield as an alternative. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, this, this is the, a role that was given to a black man. I don't want to take that away. <laughs> but I also suggested Kieran Culkin because of succession. And I was like, he could play like a rich asshole that ah, is true not, but, uh, uh, uh,
1: not Kendall <laughs> ah man I don't think I want a method um, actor on set the, um, uh, so, uh, the, the sharks like they're they're the real deal right like uh, you're not fucking <laughs> with me like these sharks uh, you know this, this is big time these sharks are gonna be big time it's gonna be huge you're gonna be right there with me uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> can you just do the rest of the episode as Kendall Roy <laughs>
1: Uh, so my pick—that
0: that would be a better. By the way, I, have, I want to say sorry. I want to give you the pat on the back. That is a better choice rather than Karen Culkin is. Uh, God, what's his <laughs> yeah, name? I okay? don't want a method. What's his name?
1: Fucking Jeremy's Jeremy, Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, no, no method actors on set. i know. but you know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I uh, swapped genders for this one, mm-hmm. and I wanted to pick someone who's like a. A big star who you wouldn't expect to get killed uh this early on in the movie. Someone with a commanding presence who can deliver a monologue. I went with Viola Davis.
0: Mm. A great a great choice, I think. Thank you. I'm on board.
1: I, like I also I also
0: did some swapping in my list too, but we haven't gotten there yet. But we will. Oh we will. Oh,
1: I've got more. Yes. <laughs> oh man um, so we're where we got to uh, fucking power through the rest of this movie <laughs> I know
0: what you've done is taken God's oldest killing machine and given it will and desire what you've done is knocked us all the way to the bottom of the goddamn food chain it's not a great late <laughs> can't, can't even deal why man yeah. anyways Just fuck it uh, at this point uh, I like that line uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great cool. line yeah. yeah
1: Tom James yeah. does uh, good work with it yeah I would like to see him in
0: other stuff, but anyways, um, they, they eventually he's decide he's, he's available for in. work guys. He's ready and willing. Some non-union stuff. Some, yeah. <laughs> he's got waivers, baby. Um, uh, they make their way up a, uh, like a shaft that unfortunately causes the pressure to, uh, uh, be retracted from the, the the submersible pool and causes it to flood. So they're basically climbing up a a, uh, a shaft that is slowly pooling with water. And also, there's a shark in the bottom. Um, as they're climbing, uh, I, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit here. Like, who gives a fuck? Like the the ladder breaks. Uh, they all fall down, and 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 while most of them are able to cling to the remnants of the ladder, poor Janice falls down into the water and uh uh thomas cheen looking like cliffhanger himself uh, is trying to reach down from his perch to uh to uh reach the the hand of 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 janice but sadly he's too late and what is probably my favorite scene i think is uh uh she disappears she's been pulled under then she like surges up and she's in like the, the mouth of the shark riding it. Like it's like fucking, uh, sea world. And it's like a, a broken Bronco. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, I, I think it looks great.
1: It does look good. And this is where they're clearly using a practical yes. shark. Yes. Uh, and yeah, it looks good. It's a, uh, it's a good death scene. Good death scene. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No notes, but, uh, um, we have to bye cast bye bye, her Jonas. as well.
1: Yes. Uh, am I going first?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a nothing. There's not much for this actor, sadly, based on the current script.
1: Yes. Um, I chose, um, just for sort of similar vibes, if you want to call it that. No real (laughs) reason behind it. Uh, Mackenzie Davis. Nice. 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 Yes. I went Uh, with Anna Kendricks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That that works. I think both of them would be fine. Like I said, yeah. it's not a part that has a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. But we get to have a cool death.
0: It, it's a very cool death. I agree. All right. Um, all right. So at this point, uh, uh, I th- uh, our team meets up with Preacher, I believe. Yes. He comes Sister. to their aid. Um, and then, uh, it's, uh, Scoggins, our engineer has the plan to, uh, they can retract the flooding by flipping some kind of circuit breaker. It's a bunch of dumb shit to create set pieces. I don't really, uh, yeah. None of the
1: logic really tracks in this movie. They try though. They try to justify it, you know, by writing things in.
0: I, I think it would be more interesting of a film because it's, it's so they, there's so much ex- exposition about like the layout of the, uh the base. If we had any context of like the space, like if they built more, like here's the, la- like here's the structure, you know, like uh, I'm trying to think of what, what a
1: good example would be. Well, like, so the spaces that are being occupied by the characters throughout the film, where they're sort of moving from one place to another. We have, n- most of them have never been before in this yeah. movie. Uh, so you're right. We have no concept of anything. They just point to like a map on the wall and be like, if we can get down to level three and we can go into this and then we can work our way up from there. And uh, We can go to these stairs or whatever. And we're just like, okay, I guess that's the plan you're telling me this floor is flooded and we got to do, go to this place and use the (laughs) elevator shaft and sure. But you're right. I think if we had had any sort of a concept of what the space is actually like, where things are situated or how to get out or anything, it would make for a, a better movie. Not that it's a bad movie. I mean, in some ways it's very dumb, but it's a very fun movie. Yes.
0: Uh, it, it, like if i were to make like my like my my triple a version of this movie it would definitely have more of a, uh uh as, as the samuel jackson characters being like led through the place you you'd get more like more walk and talking aaron sorkin like you know it, you you'd get the lay of the land a little bit i think and that would help the the preceding or the, the following events like a time. Well, I think
1: that, uh, Rennie Harlan mentioned Alien as a one of the movies that was like an inspiration or, you know, influenced this movie, which I think is a movie that does the better job of setting up these sort of blue collar working class characters who are interacting with each other and sort of relationships that way. Um, to the point where you sort of know the characters a little bit and the dynamic here and what they do. And, I mean, you don't have a huge idea, I guess, of, like, the Nostromo or whatever and how it's all laid out. That's the ship for anybody who doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know what that is, go watch it immediately. (laughs) But it's just, like, we don't really get that. Like, you get sort of, like, weak hints at things, like you said, with, like, the... Uh, you're a smuggler. uh, you never take me up on that beer. Or the, like, he's the smartest man and now they kiss. And like, okay, I guess they were fucking. Um, Yeah. But but like like, like LL Cool J's character has no relationship with any other character in this movie. Like, you'd never see him really interacting with anyone other than Samuel Jackson's character when he gives him the lecture about how black men shouldn't be climbing mountains do leave to the white folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they never interact again because Samuel Jackson's dead by the time the group meets up with them. So yeah, yeah there's plenty of work that could be done, but uh, granted it's a, you know, we're, we're watching a dumb shark movie, a shark yeah. attack movie. So it's, it's, it's not Jaws. Nothing is Jaws. Nothing will ever be Jaws, uh, more than likely. Um, but definitely plenty of room for improvements. I w- I would agree. Um, yeah so we derailed that from the plot i don't know where we are here
0: man i was gonna i was gonna continue explaining how well set up alien is via like (laughs) her like going to like the engineering place and like they're fucking with her by blasting the compressed air and setting up a a area that she'll visit later on i'm not gonna talk about that we're this is a fucking long ass episode (laughs) uh uh so janice has died they've decided to go flip a breaker somewhere or whatever and uh scoggins
1: because it's gonna reroute something so that something happens so they can get out
0: it's so silly um it's scoggins and carter and then uh preacher is left with um dr susan who is going to go look for her research um so we have uh scoggins is uh as they're working scoggins is dispatched by the shark and uh I think gets electrocuted after. Like this, this is getting
1: a little hazy here. Yeah, they basically they they flip the switches that they need to flip, and all <laughs> all is well. And then Thomas Jane notices, "Oh no, behind you!" And then the shark comes up and very quickly just eats dead. His leg and it leg away, apart, man. Yeah, you see his like twitching leg sort of float away in the yeah. water, and then Tom Jane just swims away i guess Mm-hmm. that swims away yeah um the
0: the twitching leg is very feels like very uh jaws 3d uh also a fan of that one i know people hate it but i have a <laughs> I have fun time with jaws i have fond memories uh anyways the, that also has a fun twitching leg coming towards camera kind of kind of deal but, uh, meanwhile, uh, so that shark is dispatched, I think it's, it, it's, electrocuted, right?
1: No, no. Uh, so the other shark gets electrocuted, gets by, electrocuted
0: by Dr. Sephron Burroughs. Yes. Dr. McAllister, <laughs> Dr. McAllister, Dr. Susan.
1: Um, but uh, we have to do our Scoggins real quick cause he's yes. dead now. Yes.
0: Scoggins is dead. So you can go first um my scoggins um i was thinking of like who'd play like a good oddball character and i was thinking of somebody that we saw semi-recently in a movie we we watched together that ultimately the movie sucks but the actor did a great job and that's harry melling i thought he'd make a really good like kind of nerdy engineer type harry Uh,
1: melling
0: He's, he plays, uh, Edgar Allan Poe in that shitty pale blue. Oh, line,
1: I, I was like, I was thinking of fucking knock at the cabin. I'm like, no, like,
0: no, 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 you're nothing. thinking of you the dude from, uh, fucking Harry Potter, right? Is that who you're thinking of?
1: Uh, well, I was in my head when you said something we saw, I was like, what movie did we go see? And it was, oh, but yeah, we yeah, watched yeah. it at your house. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I th- good choice. Uh, yeah. I think I they might, do well.
0: I have a runner up, which is Joe Swanberg.
1: Oh, Okay, <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Joe Swanberg. yeah, Joe Swanberg, uh, baby. He'd be uh, he'd be going off script, improvising. Uh, good, that's what I want, man. Uh, my choice was Jack Quaid.
0: Ooh, it's a good one. He'd be he'd be a good Scoggins.
1: I think so. I think he yeah. would work out. Slap a mustache on him, and he's perfect.
0: Yeah, definitely. He'd be scogging out for sure. All right. So, uh, we have, at this point we have, no, I, I think, sorry, there's, there's, there's three initial sharks, two old ones, sorry, one old one, two new ones. So both new sharks that are the smaller ones are dead because one was electrocuted and then the other.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we didn't really talk about it much, but Saffron Burrows basically interacts with the shark. Uh, While well, she's trying to get her research, and rips out some electrical wiring, and when the shark jumps out of the water at her, tosses it in the shark's mouth, and the shark gets electrocuted and dies. Mm-hmm. Very Jaws too. So, I, isn't that? Uh, I believe that's the. Those are the. The, those each are the shark's death yes. is supposed to be the sharks from what Jaws one, two, and three. Is that?
0: Yeah. Electrocution, explosion, and what was the third one? What was the what how does the first shark die?
1: In Jaws? No, no, no. Sorry, in the, in oh, this film. Um, I mean, I guess ex- gas explosion. Oh, gas from, explosion. Uh, because like he tosses the lighter, right? Yes. In the first one, he shoots the tank. In the first J- or Jaws, he shoots a tank in the mouth. In it. So- I guess that, Explode. I guess that would be, so, J- I,
0: that's the Jaws one, I think, probably. And then the, the, the second one is electrocution, uh, as per Saffron Burrows. And then the, uh, in the third one, basically the shark has eaten, uh, the, um, the, uh, fuck, man, my brain is melting. The, uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'll catch that shark. But it ain't going to be cheap. Uh, that character who's uh, uh, Quint, Quint. Thank you. Uh, he's the, in Jaws 3D. That version of the character, which is is played much differently, um, has been eaten. And he's, he's uh he's in the belly of the shark, and he still has his grenade. And they have like a little like poker, and they take out the the pin of the grenade, and the shark explodes. And that's how uh, Jaws 3D ends. So yeah so this third shark explodes.
1: Yeah, there you go
0: so uh all three the, yeah all three uh anyways uh man we're 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 so we 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 have our two dead sharks and one big shark left uh and then we have two feature- sharks down one demon fish to go one demon fish to go it. yeah a very well he's uh, prey rapping prey rapping <laughs> Man, I, I, also, I want to ask you to do that, but I don't know. I don't, I don't I'd have yeah, to. Yeah, it's going to be a no. <laughs> it's going to be a hard no. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Um, so we have Preacher, Carter, and Dr. Susan who are left. And what they're going to do is uh, basically hold on to a bunch of, like, oxygen tanks, undo them, and use them as, like, a, a propellant, and go up through a hatch and try to break surface and get to safety, uh but sadly preacher
1: is a is attacked this sounds like the chat gpt version of the movie um that's not what they do isn't it so they attach um life vests to yeah. oxygen tanks and throw them as distractions because they, sharks u- they use them first right to get to the surface Like, to get upwards, they use them as momentum first, then they release them, I thought. Maybe briefly, but I feel like that's a bad idea because his whole thing is sharks are attracted to bright colors and churning water, so, like, this should, like, keep them busy long enough for us to Mm -hmm. get there. So maybe a little bit of a – but, I mean, that's – you're taking a big risk uh, there by being like, this is what sharks are attracted to. I'm going to attach myself to it to – i would have established i'm a wild card <laughs> man i don't
0: like i don't know uh all right whatever i'm chat gpt here <laughs> delivering <laughs>
1: the knock around guys uh, <laughs> hey, the knock
0: guys chat gpt putting a tracking device
1: in the, in the
0: bag <laughs> man i don't know uh in my mind because like i don't have anything written down at this point uh so i'm just kind of like you know, hey that's okay going crazy here uh but preacher does get attacked don't yes. let don't get it twisted even if chat G- GPT has that, that's what happens. <laughs> gets attacked, uh but gets released, question mark?
1: And he attacks he, he, oh, he's using the cross his, he, yeah, his crucifix to yeah. Yeah. jabs the shark in the eye, and then it releases him.
0: Yes, thank you. You tell the rest of this movie. I'm when did gone. you
1: watch this? Uh Saturday. But I've also watched the sequels. It's right. So there's yeah. a lot of blending. Yeah, I just watched I thought, it last, I a but, whole lot of shit in my brain <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Um so anyway, uh the preacher character gets released, Tom Jane and Saffron Burroughs managed to get him out of the water. They're all out of the water at this point. Um but the shark is going to escape. It's attacking the fence. Which to, is, is sagging below. Too. Yes. To try and get out. And that's the last thing that uh, they are going to let happen is the shark get into open water. Uh, so Tom Jane grabs his gun, his harpoon gun, whatever. He fills the <laughs> thing with explosives and he, you know, he wants to shoot, but it's too far away. So he can't reach it. And that's when we get the uh, aforementioned moment of Dr. McAllister saying, I know how to get her. <laughs> and then slicing open her. Well, then she says bait um, under her breath and he doesn't hear it. He goes, what? <laughs> Which makes me laugh even though it's not At a At like, the a end of the day, <laughs> she's just an animal. That's right. She says. Um, cuts her hand open. And instead of just, like, dropping her blood into the water, dives in, swims out, one, the shark smells her, and then swims by Thomas Jane, dives in to save her. But basically, <laughs> as soon as he leaps, she gets eaten. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, it's a big waste of time. And then he's stuck in the water with the shark, and he does his super cool... Uh, water maneuver where the shark goes to attack him and somehow he manages to get out of the way and sort of ride the the shark like it's uh like a sea world attraction and then uh and that's when preacher comes up you know busted up legs and all he's got the gun now and uh i guess i don't yeah I don't care who doubt tension. He shoots, <laughs> tension, <laughs> I'm like trying to build the, what's going to happen. It's like he, the fucking, he shoots the thing and it stabs into Tom Jane's leg, uh, <laughs> basically affixing him to the shark. <laughs> oh, cool. Just like, God damn it. Uh, this, and, this is a fucking wild. Ending, man. <laughs> so, Alcool Jay has to blow up the shark and he's debating. <laughs> oh, the, it's a Tom Jane shark. It's going to kill Tom Jane because he's stuck to it. But just when he's about to go do it, the shark breaks through the uh, the chain, gets free. Tom Jane manages to hold on to the fence, free himself of the shark. And the shark blows up pieces of shark everywhere. Tom Jane gets to live. L O Cool J gets to live. They reunite to the little platform, um, where LL Cool J says, take me back to the ghetto. And Tom Jane says, amen. Amen.
0: But before that, I was like, you sure there aren't any more sharks around here? And Tom Jane's <laughs> and then, legs are yeah. like dead. <laughs> yeah. so it's a key little line. And then he like, yes, daintily puts his legs up. Um, Man, of all the unrealistic stuff in this movie, the concussive force from that blast and not obliterating Thomas Jane probably <laughs> the most egregious <laughs> fault. <laughs> Just, I'm kidding, of course.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. that's Deep Blue Sea, uh, and then we get the best uh, movie tie-in rap song of all time. I think so. Playing I as mean, I mean, the credits, I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing great. it again. Yeah, it's a one-time. You don't don't have to 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 do it again. But we should, since the movie's over now, we have our two characters who survived. Oh, and we didn't talk about. We 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 didn't didn't talk about uh, who's who's going to play
0: Doctor Susan. Yeah.
1: So, who do you have? Is this a gender swap?
0: No, I'm going to have a a a woman still playing Doctor Susan. Uh, I picked Mike Monroe, huge fan. You
1: know. Okay. Okay.
0: I well, think she could do a much better job than Saffron Burrows. No hate on Saffron Burrows. I just think that, uh, I think that there's a lot of like acting woes in this movie. And I think that like with a, some zhejiang, you could you get there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the script has a little bit to do with it. Um, it's but- wonky. For sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so I did swap the genders of the two leads kind of, if you want to call them that. Mm-hmm. Um the Tom Jane character and the Dr. McAllister character. So I swapped those. And for Dr. Stephen McAllister. <laughs> I have Dr. Stephen McAllister? Mr. Will Poulter. Ooh, I'm a huge fan. He would play he plays a good dick too. I, I think so. I think he's good uh at that. I think he also wanted to go with someone who's also british or english whatever yeah he's, he's got an accent so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so yeah i think uh i'd like to see him playing that part similar age range as well She was only like 26 in this movie that's uh, wild yeah ChatGPT gpt told me that Stefan. i don't trust that cause
0: <laughs> it also tried to give you the incorrect plot like like i tried to do oh, it right guys that's true yeah um let's save carter and let's go to preacher who do you have for preacher
1: for preacher i have uh who i think would be an excellent choice winston duke
0: interesting i have a few because um, i, uh, well, I have time no uh i went with Riza as, as my choice because i wanted somebody who really? has like a hip-hop career and who has acted okay. before so okay so
1: you wanted someone who's gonna do a, who's new, gonna have a song, an updated song
0: yeah, or, or okay. like how, yeah. So I also had, uh, uh, Idris Elba as another option, who had a rap career before that nobody seems to know about. And is a DJ. And is a DJ. Uh, I also had Aesop Rocky, uh, Kid Cudi, and if, uh, Kendrick Lamar wants to slum it, also down with that. But I don't think he'd be
1: into doing a Deep Blue Sea-style song. He's above that. It would ruin his career. <laughs> that's more of a fucking, what's-his-name, the guy who did the Fast and the Furious song. Are Ludicrous? Ludacris? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, and then he also did a fucking Ninja Turtles one for the, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he smokes weed a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to narrow it down. Uh, Anyways, that, that, that's creature. Preacher- Oh, with Risa. I mean, I'm, I'm down.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Carter.
1: Moment of truth. Okay. So, as Katrina Blake, mm. I have Emily Blunt.
0: Mm, interesting. Uh, for my Katrina Blake, I have Kiki Palmer. Because I'm a huge fan.
1: I think okay. she'd fucking slay the role. It's an interesting choice because I feel like she's got a lot of personality for a character who doesn't have hardly any is always just sort of crumbling and uh. I want to I want to play it differently I wanna <laughs> okay, play it di- okay. do you know why
0: is because I think that Thomas Jane is a straight man actually doesn't work well for this movie because you already have uh, Dr. Susan who's playing it straight I think somebody who's like a little bit more offbeat would kind of like make make it feel like like uh Dr. Susan not getting that uh that uh not accepting that date invite kind of makes a little bit more sense. Like she's maybe seems like maybe not the right fit or something to that effect. But maybe could still have chemistry.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Alright. Well, we've had all this talk of chat GPT and I was curious. Uh, and I'm sorry that you hate talking about AI. I'm, but, man, uh, it's been so much.
0: <laughs> I'm going to an AI uh thing on Thursday for Party? Not no, not a party. <laughs> no, it's it, it's like a a, a workshop.
1: I'm a, I'm on a board of directors, so
0: I'm gonna go satisfy my role.
1: Okay. So when I rushed downstairs after dinner to try and put my fucking list together of these actors, mm-hmm. first I was like, okay, who is Chat GPT gonna cast? Uh, I'm curious. As if it was made in 2023, Uh any guesses as to? uh who might be in this list. They're all very, like, big names, um, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
0: I mean, like, The Rock is probably Carter or Jason Statham. Uh,
1: Carter is Chris Pratt.
0: Chris Pratt also makes sense. Like, uh, that'll kind of make sense.
1: Preacher is Idris Elba. Russell Franklin, Denzel Washington. Um, there, Susan McAllister is Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janice Margot Robbie, uh, which
0: uh, that seems like a real yeah, no. that's, a, that's, that's a, a hard no
1: a list actress just thrown in there for whatever. Scoggins is Adam Driver, which yeah, like, he could be, yeah. but like I don't love it. Um, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch as Jim Whitlock, and uh, I don't I don't think I like that one either. Melissa McCarthy is brenda kearns i mean that kind of works yeah. i guess but again you're just picking like a list talent for every single role regardless of how small it is yeah. uh, which isn't really how this movie was put together i would no, say there's it, not really an a-lister in this cast apart from like samuel jackson at the time yeah um, and even he was he's
0: was supposed to be cast as preacher and then when his when his agents were like you're not you're not planning a chef <laughs> yeah. Like, they they adjusted a role to fit him. Yes.
1: Alright. Well we've just hit the two hour mark in no, our recording east. here. Uh it'll be less that a little bit with our jibber jabber.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh um, yeah, we have some jibber
0: jabber in here that we'll cut out, but yeah.
1: do we, we don't I don't think we do awards for this one do we no I, I, is there I, a point no. we like the movie it's yeah really the movie's movie. good watch it yeah have fun have
0: a, don't have be a so time. serious about movies man watch some dog shit yeah
1: it's a, it's a fun time sharks attacking stuff silly lines fun monologues bad cgi great animatronic sharks
0: watch the third film in the series skip the second one unless you're in a, a masochist like this unfortunate soul here.
1: This poor unfortunate soul.
0: Man, I have notes on the second one that I I want
1: to go into I but I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we we don't have time for that. No one has seen that movie other than you. Uh it, it <laughs> it's has for no fucking it has baffling stuff in it.
0: In a James Bond style theme song over like like ocean footage that it okay, looks maybe terrible.
1: And James it's, Bond style theme song sounds pretty great.
0: Deep blue sea. <laughs> it's like,
1: what? Is keep going. going keep here? going. I, I,
0: I wish I could. Yeah. Um, I'm, that, not, that I'm not. the only it. Yeah, I just I heard deep blue
1: sea. and I was like, this is it's like the long dumb. goodbye where they just keep playing. <laughs> yeah, deep blue sea over that's and over. kind over. of what
0: it's like. Amazing. Yeah. Um. I I don't have. Uh I have ideas for season openers. I almost wanted to do fuck, after you were like shitting on me for liking Deep Blue C three, I almost wanted to do that as their season opener next episode. Like a proper episode. Just as a like, hey
1: (laughs) because well, <laughs> you think it's going to drag me to hell? Because I think it looks like dog shit. No, because I think you're
0: going to like it it's and I force dog you to shit. watch it.
1: Um, no, no I, I don't know what it's going to be yet.
0: I have I have, uh, I have, have everything picked for the season. I just don't know what order it's going to be in. Because I want to like have waves of like, here's some comedy, here's some horror, here's some stupid action. I do want to warn you. We're going back to uh, uh, Malibu Express territory
1: with uh, one of those films. Hey, you know what? It was garbage, but you know they <laughs> gonna be some breasts and butts and you know there's a lot of breasts and butts in and it, yeah. biceps and I'm, there's probably not penises um because mm, no that's not cool there's a snake but not that snake. <laughs> so you know what i welcome whatever you have to uh to throw at me and afterwards i may hate you but only briefly mm-hmm. and then i'll love briefly. you again
0: i appreciate that yeah um a little uh you have time and space and and things recalibrate and you get back to back to loving you (laughs) (laughs) all right man we're done i have no energy left yeah you're done cut it i want to go live my life now cut it dump it uh why don't we say goodbye also thank you for hanging out uh for anybody who listens and has consistently listened uh uh thank you for hanging with I, mid-season you're like when are we gonna get to our fucking finale because like we're so lazy about uploading stuff
1: yes thank you for listening and sticking it out uh, and thank you stefan for another uh great season in the books
0: thank you uh we're not taking a break we'll be rock and rolling again so stay tuned In the meantime, rate and review, please, for the love of God. And I think that's it. Why don't we say goodbye? Bye. Goodbye.